Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You are now listening to The Philly Pod, a Philadelphia sports podcast. Well, it was almost Eagles Nation. Let's ride up here in Philadelphia. Once again, the Russell Wilson rumors have resurfaced. The rumors and the reports that we were all aware of this time last year are now being brought up again. And sometimes it's the deals that you don't make that are the best ones. Welcome, guys, to another episode of the Philly Pod brought to you by the Liberty Line.com. I am your host, as always, Victor Williams. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms over at the Philly Pod, Instagram, Twitter. You guys know the deal. If you're new to the show, thank you guys for checking it out. Be sure to subscribe on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere else. You can find your podcast, rate five stars, leave those reviews. They are so important for the show. Thank you guys for doing so, helping us move up the charts as far as NFL football, Eagles podcasts are related. Joined as always by my NFL favorite co host. Yes, NFL. Yeah, we're oh. the Eagles are in the NFL, no? Yes. No, but I thought you meant in the NFL football category. I didn't know that was a thing. Well, football is a category in podcasts, yes. Mm. It is. You search right. Eagles pods, you search Philly pod, we're right there. We're right there. So thank you guys for making us more discoverable. On apps like that, the voice you just heard, who is apparently shocked that we are a football podcast, Stephen Conrad <laughs> Jr. There we go, the propaganda machine again. Stephen Conrad Jr. is going, oh man, happy Sunday. 14 Sundays away from NFL football. I thought it'd be a good idea to do a Sunday show in the spirit of us just waiting for it to be football Sunday. So this is as close as we're going to get. We can at least talk about it on Sundays, I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's a great day. I've had a complete transformation myself. Um, I look forward to every single off-season podcast now. I care... Mm-hmm. probably more uh-huh. about the off season now well i know i do than i did before but why is uh that? why is that uh i have a sudden change in uh change <laughs> change of face the uh potential one day of this turning into maybe a full-time thing I'm oh, when, oh very it, hit seriously. You, it hit you out of nowhere <laughs> i pulled up into the studio i for those that are listening Obviously, you can't see. I am in full-blown business casual attire right now. I am taking this very seriously from now mm-hmm. on. It's and I am very the... sorry for any negative vibes that I may have brought in, <laughs> in the past. This man's wearing full-blown button-down collar shirt. Oh, my God. This is office mode. Office mode. Notebooks, pens, AirPods. I don't even know this guy anymore. But, yes, we are in notes, I did everything. And off-season pods are full effect. And what we get with the off-season is rumors and reports. And we got one here because, as we all know, Russell Wilson nearly traded to the Eagles in 2022. And according to Greg Bishop of Sports Illustrated, who apparently hosts some radio station in Seattle, has recently stated that the Eagles made an offer to the Seattle Seahawks for star quarterback Russell Wilson. However, Wilson exercised his no-trade clause and vetoed the deal, ultimately leading to his eventual trade to the Denver Broncos. Why is this coming up again? Because this certainly isn't new news. This is definitely old news. Stuff that has been talked about since last offseason when the Eagles were dipping their toes in the water and had a wandering eye at other potential quarterbacks, the Aaron Rodgers conversations, the uh, Russell Wilson. There's, there were all these rumors because they didn't expect this kind of monumental leap from Jalen Hurts that they got last 
season. NFL Network's Ian Rappaport also reported previously that he was convinced either the Eagles or the division rival Washington Commanders were going to trade for Russell Wilson at one point, turning down the Washington offer, and Russell Wilson also turned down an offer from Philadelphia during the Combine last season. Now, what was that trade going to look like? Was it a real-life offer? Was it just, uh, this is the structure of what a trade will look like? And then Russell said, I don't want to go to Philly, and it was just nixed. What was possibly included? All I know is that if that trade happens, and whatever is included, all I know is that if, if that trade goes through, you likely don't have A.J. Brown. Especially if Hertz was acquired in the, in, uh, included in the deal to acquire Wilson. You assume they're swapping quarterbacks in that scenario. So if Hertz isn't here... You're probably not having A.J. Brown because you're probably giving up the picks that you used to acquire A.J. Brown in that deal for Russell Wilson uh, as well. You probably don't have any first-round picks that you used this year or last year, so that means no Jordan Davis, potentially no Jalen Carter, potentially no Nolan Smith, and who knows what other pieces Howie might have included as well. Josh Sweats, who who knows what Howie would have included in a deal like that. And as we all know, in Denver, Wilson got paid big time with a five-year, $242.5 million dollar deal so take all that into account Stephen. you hear the rumors i know we we, we discussed it last offseason and you didn't have to talk about it much this year because russell wilson played so poorly and jalen hurts played virtually the opposite <laughs> what do you make of the resurfacing reports now because as you you use revisionist history and be like oh my god it would have been a disaster but would russell wilson would he have been that bad if he had come to philadelphia or was it just like a disaster in denver coaching everything just went wrong and we'll see how he looks with uh, Sean Payton in 2023. But what do you make of this entire, uh, you know, thing? <laughs> I see you cringing over there. What's going on? Well, while I appreciate your input and your takeaways, I think there is a major thing you're leaving out here. What's that? This is resurfacing right now. Why might mm-hmm. something like this resurface right now? Everything is fine and dandy in Philly, right? It's sunny right now. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts is going to take another step. Howie Roseman killed the draft yet again. We continue to do what we do. Why might this report resurface now? I don't want to do revisionist history, none of that stuff. We're here right now. I'm not going to do any more, you know, scenario, potential things, none of that. They are trying to drive a wedge in what is good right now. They're Mm -hmm. trying to get... It's not going to bother Jalen. It's going to fail. It's not oh, going to work. Of course not. Is this is this an attempt to rattle Jalen Hurts? You think the most I don't know. It's, it's an attempt the, of something. The, the most unrattled human being on this face of this planet that they're trying to to rattle. But you're right. When good when things go well in Philadelphia, football wise anyway, can't speak for the other teams in the in the city. But the Eagles, I got everything well going on, and they want to try and shake it up. The and one say, thing hey, we got right. The one Jaylen thing Hertz, we got they right, said Jalen Hurts might be good now. In this. He might be good now, but remember, they did not like him last year. They were trying to get mm. another quarterback last year. They're trying to make it sound like Howie Roseman lucked into finding a top five quarterback in this. So league. you mean and to they- tell me this narrative they're putting out there? <laughs> the only reason Russell Wilson was not in a Philadelphia Eagles uniform is because he vetoed a trade. That's Correct. what you're telling Correct. me. No, I, no, that I know is for baloney. I know for I know for a fact there was interest. There was certainly interest. The Eagles would have made that deal. The Eagles have been infatuated with Russell Wilson. So since the only 2012, thing stopping from- since 2012 when he was drafted, they wanted him, and then the Seahawks got there first in the third round. And they've loved him. Didn't, I don't didn't care Lurie, about that. I'm talking about the guy you just saw on the field last year who was horrible. Well, yes. Well, yes. But were the Eagles aware that he was going to play like that in the offseason? Uh, 365 no. days ago? No. And neither were we. And we were warming up to ourselves that maybe Russell Wilson Yeah, was but I never, I never swayed that direction that far. I didn't. At least I didn't. <laughs> you might have. I, I have to go back and listen. Because I, I remember at one point, I was like, I could I consider it. Just because you don't. Like, Russell Wilson is. is I, I remember. And I've stated this on, on, on a podcast not too long ago. 
is that I was a firm believer that Russell Wilson was still a top five quarterback last season. Now that did not turn out to be the truth in, in 2022, but I'd like to believe that he will have somewhat of a bounce back year under Sean Payton because Sean Payton is not going to be the Russell Wilson. He's not going to let Russell Wilson. God, did how we get lucky again? Command did he get lucky. Is it lucky? Was it because they? Uh, I'm telling you, they. You're definitely, telling me they the were definitely veto is the only thing that stopped yes, it. That's yes, what you're telling me. That's what I'm telling you, oh, and that's what man. the Seattle guys telling you, and that's what Ian Rappaport was telling oh, us. If Ian nah, Rappaport, this is, this is propaganda. Don't fall for this. If Ian Rappaport is saying that he was convinced, convinced that the trade was going to happen, that means there was definitely an offer and there was definitely a motive to go and get him. And Russell said, I don't want to go to Philadelphia. Why is this coming out now? Why is this coming out now? Well, well, it's because it's the offseason. This is is what happens. Reports. They could have did this leading into the season last year when Jalen Hurts was more of a question mark. They did. They did. This literally came up last year. No, but it just seems different, man. It's it's researched in a different way. Now now it's being painted as if like the Eagles, just remember now, they might have Jalen Hurts now, and he's locked into this extension, and they have the quarterback of the future. But just remember... That he was not always the answer. And remember that the Eagles, I know they give off the per, per this is the, the media saying this. The Eagles mm-hmm. give off the perception that they're perfect and all of this, but hey, just know that Howie was not always sold on that. Man. Mm. That's what they're trying to say. They're trying to remind you that teams do get lucky. And whether the Eagles were lucky, whether they drafted Hurts to truly be a backup quarterback and they were sold on Wentz or they weren't sold on Wentz and they envisioned Hurts starting, whatever the situation is. We have Jalen Hurts now. Well, at least we got this one right. Thank and God. that's all that matters. Well, yeah, I don't even we, know we if damn we got sure, it right. We damn sure didn't get the receivers right leading up to last season. <laughs> so, hey, at least you got a quarterback, and which is the most important position uh, in football. Russell Wilson in 2022, 19 total touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 36.7 QBR, a career low, and a 4-11 and record. Jalen Hurts in 2022, 35 total touchdowns, just six interceptions, 66.4 QBR and a 14 and one record as a starter in the regular season. Let it be known that Jalen Hurts' completion percentage went from 52% as a rookie to 66.5% last year. Visible, tangible improvement. And it's just funny to look at what, what would this offense have looked like if they did make that deal? Because like I said, probably no AJ Brown. You still have Smitty. You're giving up future picks. You're giving up pieces, I'm sure, of some sort. And it's just interesting to to think man like that that's a bullet I, it's hard to believe that hey you dodged a bullet by not acquiring russell wilson it would have been wild to say that this time last year but after seeing the the decline that he that we saw with denver last year man the eagles the eagles lucked out because they were trying and they would have all but done it if russell said yes i want to be an eagle he would he would be here but russell wilson saved us all and he made a very bad business decision by not coming to philadelphia <laughs> if you say so Maybe he's not built to handle the media pressure here, man. Maybe Perhaps. not. Maybe not. Yeah, that's another thing. Well, I'm sure that goes into it. Like, I'm not going over there. What if I suck like he did in Denver? What if I suck? I'm going to be booed out. He's kind of got that, city. like, I'm not comparing him entirely, but he's kind of got that, like, goofy, goofiness to him, kind of like Carson Wentz did. Almost as if you do you understand what I'm trying to say. The only the only the only good thing that would have came out of that is that we would have got to see Sierra in the uh, in the city. So that's good. At least he could have brought his wife. That would have been. You that would have been fun so. to see. I mean, Ben Simmons was bringing how many different <gasps> rounds? Like, what are you trying to say, man? Hey, I'm saying Sierra's nice to Sierra's nice to look at. That's all. That's the best we would have. You want to know what it, what's even better to look at? What's that? Our second fucking Lombardi trophy. <laughs> in seven years. Yes, you are correct. A second Lombardi, and it's on the way. I'm, I'm confident that we will get one with Jalen Hurts. Keep your eyes on the prize, man. Come yes. On, all right. Man. All right. All right. Yeah, I got got ahead. Of myself, got ahead of myself. There. Speaking of Jalen Hurts. The Philadelphia Eagles are reportedly highly optimistic about quarterback Jalen Hurts' potential for growth as they anticipate him making another major leap in his performance. Mm. ESPN's Jeremy Fowler reports. He also shared the team's belief 
that Hertz has consistently displayed improvement throughout his career and has the potential to develop into an elite precision wow. pocket passer. Elite well, is what the was word he last year. He was that Jeremy Fowler right? used. Well, we have to look at the stats of inside and outside the pocket, but I'm pretty sure his uh, QB rating was very good inside the pocket mm-hmm. last season. But the Eagles believe that they are very, mm. very set for the future and that they he are ain't running at all next year, huh? Yeah, <laughs> no, he make, he's making $255 million, and you, we are not running the ball. No design runs. Mm. Your ass going to stay in the pocket. If somebody is chasing you, you take the sack. Don't run. Don't do anything. We're going elite. But it's just interesting that Fowler uh, is reporting that the Eagles believe that he can become elite in the pocket passing you know, realm. And like, mm. who are the elite pocket passers like, in the league right now? I guess, I mean, Mahomes is, is elite all around. So I guess, you know, but you don't consider him a pocket passer. And it's funny that they say this because the league is moving away from traditional pocket passers as it is. So uh, interesting way that the Eagles think that they can have that with uh, with Jalen Hurts. They certainly DJ think they Stroud. can have that with Tanner McKee, which is why they took him because he just he doesn't. Stroud will be a good pocket passer. You think so? Yeah, he's he's, he's an interesting prospect because he can certainly move, but he's stronger in the pocket. He's he is a strong physical build that he can uh, stand in the pocket and deliver those throws. Uh, what do you make of Jeremy Fowler's report and the team's belief that Jalen Hurts can become one of these top passers within the pocket? Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't we have that belief at this point? Like that jump he just took. I mean, you know, he's not going to keep, well, at least we think he's not going to keep taking these like ginormous jumps. Cause at this point, my goodness, it's just like a lot of people are saying it's literally just between him and Mahomes at this point. You want to throw in a few other guys? Fine. So be it. I guess the next step is just like, I would say realistically, I know we're Eagles fans. This is an Eagles podcast, but like realistically, it would be him separating himself from like some of those guys that are in that top five, top seven area. Uh, you know, because there was one at the end of the day, it was one season last year. Let's see if he can get back to playing. If he can literally just replicate that performance, he may even separate himself, you know, from some of those guys. Like, who do you want to say? Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. Uh, I, I don't think Lamar Jackson is as good as him. I'm Justin Herbert. I, I don't see it. I don't see Lamar on his level. I just don't. Lamar, sorry. Did. On Jalen Hurts level, is that what you're yeah? I just don't see it. I don't uh, think yeah. they're in the they're in the same tier. No, nah, I don't think. Same I think Jalen's better. Same tier. Clearly. You consider Justin Herbert a pocket passer? I think uh, so. He definitely isn't running yeah. all over the place. That's another guy that hurts. Well, I believe is already better than. But again, he could separate himself from if, if this is the leap we're, we're talking about him taking. I don't think the only way he he rivals or surpasses Mahomes is if he gets the Super Bowl and wins it. It's about that. Unfortunately, the team related things you know so the highest passer rating inside the pocket last season was jalen hurts 110.8 highest completion rating inside the pocket also jalen hurts at 71.7 percent so you look at those numbers and like you said steven there's no reason to believe that he will not be a consistent elite pocket passer in addition to everything else he brings to the table he could become one of the most complete quarterbacks in the nfl if he isn't that already so very good stuff there from the eagles and their beliefs i mean we should have known when they gave him that contract that they believe he can pretty much do whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> the sky is the limit with hurts under center speaking of other rumors going around newly acquired deandre swift who previously played for the detroit Lions, jeremy fowler has revealed that the eagles are particularly excited about his acquisition and they are also reporting that the eagles see swift as more than a rental player even though he is entering mm-hmm. the final season of his contract now we know the eagles and their view on running backs, they don't want to pay them. They don't do the long-term thing every year. They find, uh, just look at this year, Rashad Penny on a one-year deal, uh, DeAndre Swift on one-year deals. This is how they address the running back position. But the fact that they are looking at Swift and saying, hey, this guy could be could be with us for, for, for a little bit now is definitely interesting to look at. But it's not entirely shocking because they love these pass-catching backs, considering their interest in Christian McCaffrey, 
along to once upon a time in the draft and the way they utilize Kenneth Gainwell, their best offense is with a running back who can catch the ball out of the backfield. And we all know that Jalen Hurts doesn't particularly check passes down considering him scrambling is, is essentially the check down more time, uh, more often than not. But uh, he did the, it some, I feel like he did oh, he it a lot did with Kenny Gainwell last year. But he, uh, if it's up to him, if I'm going to scramble or throw this check down, he's going to scramble like eight out of 10 times. So that mm. is the way that is going to go. Uh, but he's a he's a dynamic receiver, accumulating over 50 catches in a single season every single year in his career. And no Eagles running back has recorded more than 23 catches last year. Not a single running back had mm. more than 23. And DeAndre Swift has had 50 plus in every mm. season of his career thus far. So, Steven, when you hear that the Eagles have interest, in sure, keeping he might DeAndre just be Swift, wider. He might just be quote unquote wide receiver three. <laughs> Yeah, know, that's where he's lining wise. up in OTAs. Anyway, they got him running routes. Oh, uh, but what do you right. make? What do you make of the Eagles' potential interest in keeping DeAndre Swift around long term? Great, I love it. I mean, it literally couldn't have been a better scenario, considering you know Miles. Uh, yeah, I guess we'd say he just walked this off season, and unfortunately, it seemed like Miles. I don't like to talk about the past. I don't want to get into the past too much, but it seems like he like wrote off a lot of the knocks on him on on him as a player like his health um i guess what other things were a knock on him like hitting the holes and all that stuff it seems like all of that was done last year and then literally playoffs come around super bowl and here we are again like he was almost i guess he got hurt in the super bowl right but in a way it felt like he got benched for uh kenny gainwell and he watched DeAndre him get benched Swift. in the super bowl that is what happened so he got benched <laughs> uh well wow. yeah well, i mean i don't know if he was banged up because he was hurt in the playoffs his knee was bothering him uh, but he couldn't yeah, get a lot going, and they did, you know, yeah. uh, convert over to Kenneth Gainwell pretty much from the second quarter on after that. And didn't he have a – I don't remember. Was there a fumble that he recovered in the Super Bowl? The Eagles offense yeah. recovered. Yeah, um, on a terrible run. Like, he looked like he had no juice on it either, and he lost the ball too. In the backfield, I think. It, it went out of bounds, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's 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 yeah, that's a shame. So but yeah, yeah no, no, no. I love it, man. Look, DeAndre Swift. I mean, obviously, we'll see how he fits in with the Eagles' offense. I can't imagine a world where he doesn't fit in. Great, like you said, the passing dynamic is what I'm intrigued about. Obviously, him as a runner. I mean, like we we say this all the time. Put almost anybody anybody behind this Eagles' offensive line, and they should do well. You know, but uh, you know, the the thing with me with DeAndre Swift is we 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 talked about this in the last couple of podcasts about which which running back's going to lead the team in carries, whatever. Uh, you believe it's going to be Rashad Penny? Maybe, maybe. But I think, you know, DeAndre Swift is going to be that all-around first-half back, you know, and the Eagles want to come out and throw the football. They always do at the start of every game. The first couple of possessions, they come out airing it out, you know, and DeAndre Swift can kind of give you both. Obviously, he's great as a receiver, but he can also carry the football. So you're not – I mean, you may come out calling plays in a one-dimensional way but it's the fact that you can switch to the run you know when deandre swift is out there and obviously you know jalen hurts his threat as a runner we want to get away from that though we do want to get away from that that's why it's another great thing to have him to have rashad penny kenny kenny g's your third running back like we're, we're looking at a pretty good room arguably one of the best in the league maybe the best in the league yeah that's, a, uh, that's an interesting conversation by the way yeah, he significant he significantly bolsters the uh, the pass catching abilities, which is what the Eagles like to do. It's a throwing league, and if you can have a back that will certainly uh you know um can catch some passes for you, that is a great benefit to the league. So yeah, if DeAndre Swift performs well, he has to stay on the field though. He is yet to be healthy for an entire season uh, in his three year career so far, entering his fourth. So if he wants that contract, he wants to get extended. You got to stay upright and you got to produce. I'm not worried particularly about the production. Let's just hope he 
or Rashad Penny for that matter, can, you know, stay upright for more than 12, 13 games. That would be uh, good to see. Speaking of running backs, I do have one more rumor going Wait, around. Really quickly, that's a good point you just made before you get Go to ahead. that rumor. Ahead, We're not concerned about that. That's the other thing, like... Last year, I was rooting for the, I don't know about you, I'm sure you were, I was rooting for the individual success of Miles Sanders. Like, I wanted him to get the 1,000 plus rush yards. I wanted him to do this. I wanted him to score a bunch of touchdowns. That was another thing. He couldn't get in the end zone. I think he had 10 plus last year, right? Or eight or something. He had a lot of touchdowns, Miles Sanders. Um, Oh, he had more than 10, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Going from zero to that. But um, I don't find myself personally caring about that this year now going into the season because it's all depth now. It's just about like how efficient can we be? Can we maximize the snaps with these guys? Like, I don't care. Like, DeAndre Swift probably won't get 1,000-plus rush yards. It's going to be a combination, you know, of everybody. And that's fine with me. I don't care about any of that. That's how you win. It's how a team wins. Yeah, Miles Sanders eclipsed 1,000 yards of rushing last year. A.J. Brown over 1,000 yards receiving. Both Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders reached 10-plus rushing touchdowns. The first time in Eagles history that multiple players rushed for 10-plus touchdowns Mm. in a season. So, yeah, good on that. Like you said, Miles had zero. And then had 10, and we'll miss Miles, but we're intrigued to see how this running back room is going to shake out uh, moving forward. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And one more running back rumor, and it comes regarding a division rival, a former division rival, Ezekiel Elliott's reported <laughs> rumor drawn up. This comes via uh, Sports Illustrated. It said the Eagles could stick it to a division rival by making a big signing, as suggested. What? By Sports Illustrated's Connor or the Eagles should sign running back Ezekiel Elliott to prevent him from re-signing with the Dallas Cowboys. The two-time NFL rushing champion was released by Dallas in a salary cap move earlier in the offseason. Despite the release, Dallas has left open the idea of bringing back their former starting running back. Or argues that by signing Elliott, which could cost between 3 to $6 million, it could be the difference between the bottom falling out in Dallas. Uh, I have I have no particular interest in Ezekiel Elliott no. personally. I think he's cooked. I don't think his legs have much juice. Dallas is known for running their uh, backs into the ground. Just look what happened with Demarco Murray. Even though he was had a couple productive seasons after he left here with the Titans, uh, don't know what Zeke would bring much else to the offense. Like if you want so badly What's... another running back, you got Sermon and some other guys you can give a look at. And I'm not about the idea as much as I like sticking it to Dallas. I'm not of the idea of signing him just. To I don't even know if that's Dallas. necessarily sticking it to him. How I don't even think, Dallas doesn't like... want him to begin with. So why, why would we take their? Well, yeah. And I don't even think he's that good anymore. So like, it's not like, what are we talking it's about? The definition of sloppy seconds. Like Dallas would just be like, all right, like Tony Pollard has all the juice on that team. Yeah, Tony. Dude, I wish Zeke was on that team to take touches away from him. <laughs> I think it would be sticking it to Dallas if Dallas re-signed him because Zeke is still out there. Who gets signed first, Carson Wentz or Ezekiel Elliott? Who find who finds the team oh, first? Probably Zeke. It's <laughs> yeah, way less probably. of a risk. Yeah, probably right because Carson's gonna get a third string if he gets picked up at all. He's gonna get a third string. Uh, Hey, if they don't somewhere. re-sign Zeke, maybe they'll have money to make Carson their backup. Yeah, they yeah they were already eyeing it or up. Whatever they want to do on a prior podcast, we talked about it. eyeing it up. Yeah, Zeke, you can just have the whole NFC East circuit. No, but why would we point. want Zeke? Like, forget the sticking it to Dallas. Like, where does he even fit in? Like, I thought Rashad Penny's the power back. Right, he is. 
I don't understand it. I'm not committing six million dollars. They have like twelve. And then my boy left. Kenny G gets bumped down more in the depth chart. I'll be pissed uh, if we do this. The Trey actually. Sermon fans will be pissed. You're really not going to see Trey Sermon then. Everybody wants to wants to get a good look at him. You're not going to see it if if Ezekiel Elliott uh, comes in. And I'm not going to give Ezekiel Elliott six million dollars. You kidding no, me? If you're going to no give way. if you're going to give money to somebody, did give it Miles to even get six million? What did Miles get? Uh, he's getting six point two five annually from the Panthers. <laughs> Four years, twenty five million with Carolina. Nah, get this out of here. Why are I'm not. I'm not giving Zeke the same amount of money. Just go get DeAndre Hopkins at that. That's point. That's what I'm saying. If you're gonna commit, if you're gonna commit money somewhere, give it to Hopkins or even like Julio Jones or somebody like Let's that. Line up and get Jalen Hurts like fifty touchdowns next year. My Jarvis Landry is. agenda will continue. We can give six million dollars no, to Jarvis no, Landry. No, no, no. Come on, man. What's I'm not doing there? that, man. He's mid. Hey, uh, speaking of receivers, Alameda Zacchaeus looks pretty swift. You know how small he is, though? 5'8". He's kind of tiny <laughs> when you see him run. He's 5'8". Five, he's five, small guy. Uh, but he's, he's quick out there on the field. Five, eight. Yeah, he's small. He's a small. He's a slot guy. Uh, but he's quick, though. You get him the ball in space, he can, he can make some things happen. Uh, mm. I, liked, I liked what I, uh, what I saw from see, that. He brings something different than Quez, so that's why you're cool with that yeah. wide receiver three slash four dynamic, whatever the hell it's mm-hmm. going to be. Yeah, a lot by Greg Ward's still around. Definitely got some bodies that can get some looks. Even though DeAndre Swift is... We'll <laughs> He's see. the we'll Swiss see. Army knife, the Swiss Army knife. I am interested to see... How, off the top of your head, I, I hate how we do this. But uh, how many catches did Goddard have last year? Any idea? Mm, mm, I can find out for you. I'm not sure. This is, where, this is where it gets interesting. I have a point I'm going to make if you can find this. Because you know how we talk about positionless basketball. I'm going to make a point about positionless football. Just ignore positions. We're going to talk about the pecking order here on offense, about who leads the team in targets and receptions and stuff like that. But in let me 2022, find out. Dallas Goddard had 55 receptions for 702 wow. yards and three touchdowns. He has yet to have. which is right around the amount of receptions uh, DeAndre, DeAndre Swift. Swift averages per year. That is interesting. That'll be very interesting. Uh, Dallas Goddard has yet to have a thousand yard season, but last year was his first year out from Zach Ertz's shadow. Yeah, but I feel like when he's met, when he, I don't know what his yards per catch was last season, but I feel like when he makes 8. catches, yeah, he's like, man, he like big chunk plays. He's averaged over 10 yards per catch every year of his career so far. All five years, he's averaged 10 plus yards per catch. So good on Goddard for yeah, that. We'll see like if he hits he a thousand a yards. Does he hit a thousand yards this year, you think? I don't know, man. Yeah, so many, so many, so many mouths to feed on offense, especially now. You add Swift to the to the pass catching. But formula. this is the point, though. Like I, this is this it, that don't matter this year, man. I'm telling you, like there's mm-hmm. so much. Like I just said, he has a guy coming into the team, a running back, by the way, who catches the same amount of passes as he caught last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just nuts. Think about that. Yeah, that is hell of a thing. And you have Dan Arnold now in the mix. He got another tight end in here. Yeah. Yeah, the Eagles did also announce they're going to have joint practices with the Colts. So a reunion with Shane Steichen. A fast visit already. Hey, an actual oh, that's coor- a, nice little a coordinator, a coordinator that showed respect to the organization. Mm, yeah, I'm that like, is I'm, true. I'm like the other guy. <laughs> yeah, we love guy. Shane Steichen over here. I love We're Shane. A pro he was, Shane Steichen pot over here. I think he's going to be the toughest loss to to replace, honestly, because he was like a surgical play caller. He knew what to call it and when to call it, and he really helps with the development of Jalen Hurts. Not saying Brian Johnson can't do that. That's why but, I like them drafting. It's Anthony Richardson's their core. Is that, he's yeah. starting, right? He's. Mm-hmm. Gonna, I like that. He will. I mean, I'm intrigued. That'll be fun to watch. I think. Yeah, I think, and they also saw, uh, you know, um, he worked with uh, Justin Herbert and uh, and and Jalen Hurts. So I think that when, I think Steichen's hiring was a big reason for why um, why they went ahead and selected Anthony Richardson because they know they saw Steichen's uh, history with Hurts. I like well him, as, man. Uh, you got to take a he's risk good. like that. You got to do like that. A, he's like a unicorn on offense. He can do it all. He can run. He can throw. Uh, very powerful guy. And the fact that they took him over Will Levis. 
uh, shows you, you know, everything you need to know mm. about that. As Will Levis did not go until the uh, the second round. So that is uh, uh, intriguing as well. Any final points? Any, any final points? Congratulate to Smitty. His, his, uh, his, uh, yeah, I mean, what the heck, man? I didn't know he... Uh... I guess is he he has a girlfriend or is he married? Yeah, what is yeah news to me. News to me. I didn't Wait, is even he know. married? I don't, no, I don't think so. I didn't oh. know that like he had a like significant. Yeah, like wow, they they out. uh I, I like the way we got some gentlemen on this team. It's huh? they handle their <laughs> chivalry. Like, we got some yeah. chivalry on the team. Devontae yeah. <laughs> Smith. Uh, hey, chivalry on isn't dead. What's it's that thing they be saying? Devontae Smith on Instagram announced uh, the pregnancy of his girlfriend. He said, to our unborn, you were made with so much love. We were thankful. Uh, wow. We're so thankful. God blessed us to be your parents. You have so much love for you already. It's indescribable. We know the journey will not be easy, but I'll be an amazing story to tell. Mommy mm. and dad, I cannot wait to meet you. See you soon, baby girl. So they're having a daughter. Damn, I'm going to cry. Having a daughter. And Smitty's such a, you know, such a nice guy, well put together. You know he's going to be the best father. AJ Brown is uh, already a father. As we all know, he wears that chain. With his uh, daughter's initials. Remember, they were like, uh, was it JB? And he was like, is that like James Bradbury you have around your neck? And AJ was like, you think I got another man's initials around my <laughs> neck? Oh, man. So, yes, congratulates to uh, Devontae Smith becoming yeah. a dad. Um, wow. Apparently, has a girlfriend, had no idea. See, these guys are discreet. don't know much about their personal lives. Hurts. That's awesome, though, man. You know, That's how it should it's be. It's just, just business. No drama, no nothing. Meanwhile, the Cowboys just had a receiver get arrested, so... Tells you we're there all season. at another receiver, Anthony Calloway, I think, got arrested for I don't even know what. So that is that. Appreciate you guys for tuning into this episode of the Philly Pod on this Sunday. 14 more Sundays until we have the first equal season. Or uh, I got game. a hot take before oh, you no. go. Oh, no. I asked you one for last week. You didn't have one. Now you got yeah, one. Yeah, I've been thinking about this. Is there any world where the Giants outbeat the Dallas Cowboys for that two spot in our division? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Right. Cowboys, Cowboys. Because you don't know what, first of all, Mike McCarthy is calling plays now. Kellen Moore is gone. Don't know what that's going to look like. And Brian Dayball is a better coach. As much as I want to hate on, yeah, right. As much if they as I get the same, if Jones they get the company, same production, but... if they get the same production out of Daniel Jones, not better, not worse. He just plateaus. They have, I guess, better weapons around them. They have a established group of wide receiver threes. Jalen mm-hmm. Hyatt, you got Sterling Shepard, Wandale Robinson. You got some guys in here that are all well, really, really got, good. Uh, what's his name from the Raiders? Uh, oh yeah, um, um, Darren Waller. Yeah, they got mm-hmm. Darren Waller, who got shipped out of Vegas right after he. And that married, other tight end, uh, you see Kelsey that tight end they drafted? Uh, no. Who? Is that a tight end? That white, that white guy. Who's? I don't, I don't know. He's I know John Dallas Norman. took Schoonmacher, whatever his or name. Or somebody. Maybe it wasn't a tight end. Some player on that team. Oh, I don't whatever. know. Don't matter. Nah, I'm not, I ain't intimidated. We went like six and zero against them yeah, last but year. But my, my point is, if Dallas, how many times it, did we play the Giants last year? Was it three times? Three times. One on all three. We've been beating what them down weird since like fan 2013. Base, by the way, they tell you what they got really weird. Like I always, you know, their arrival and everything. But I don't know about you, man. They were odd last season. Very odd, odd bunch. I feel like more odd than normal. Maybe that's what happens when your quarterback's Daniel Jones, and you have to watch us at the top of the division. Yeah, if you can get the same thing you did out of last year for for Daniel Jones, and I think that the Giants will definitely be okay. They can definitely sneak. They look good for a little stretch last yeah. season, uh, but that. Is that the Eagles are eleven and three against the Giants since twenty sixteen, by the way. So yeah, we own them. Own them. Mm. <laughs> That's good. Thank you guys for tuning into this episode of the Philly Pod. Be sure to subscribe to Apple iTunes. Philadelphia Bulldogs. Yes, Philadelphia Bulldogs. <laughs> subscribe. Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere else you get your shows. I'm your host, Victor Williams. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms at the Philly Pod. Steven, where can the people find you and bother you and talk to you, I guess? 
uh, Stephen Conrad Jr. on all socials. Definitely do it on Instagram. There's a couple of reels I posted that just like got so much Ooh. traction out of nowhere the last week. Ooh. A Sixers and an Eagles one. If you guys want to fend off the haters, the naysayers in the comments, please do so. I'll shoot you a follow. We'll interact. Continue the conversation. Yeah, hit the DMs if you want to. Uh, you know, do that. We'll catch the you DMs. What do you say? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, no, I don't. Yeah, I, 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 hey, females can take the, hint, take the hint. There's another session of OTAs. And relax. <laughs> There's another session of OTAs next week in front of reporters. We'll definitely recap that and hop on here uh, Monday or Tuesday. Well, tomorrow's Monday. I guess Tuesday to talk about whatever else is going on. We'll catch you guys then. Until that time, peace out, guys, from the Philly Club. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.